Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, it is Rocco live at the fair talking about Crescent Tide cremation services. It's weird to be talking about death every day at this time, maybe a little bit, but here's the deal. I'm glad that my family has had that talk with me. Both my parents have told me that they want a simple cremation when it's their time. In fact, my mom uh, went in to Crescent Tide here in St. Paul, kind of near the fair, 280 University, and uh, had a sit down with Lisa, decided to prepay, pre-plan for a simple cremation. Why? Because she's never really wanted a big, fancy, expensive funeral home type funeral. She likes having things done her way and she likes making things easy on her kids. My sister and I aren't even gonna have to pay for it. So thanks, Mom. Uh, if you look at Crescent Tide's Google reviews, like I always encourage you to do, you'll see that it's not just the prepaying and pre-planning like my mom did. Crescent Tide comes through for families in that time of need, in that time of grief, and they do so in a prompt, calm, courteous manner with a great price. Simple cremation started just $800. Check them out today, crescenttide.com. Hi. Welcome back. Hour three of the Donna and Steve show, live from the fair, My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Our speakers blew out here, so that's uh, a problem. You know what's amazing is we have people who are coming to sit. Now we know the biggest reason that people come and watch our show is for the shade, and that's okay. We don't take it personally, but now they are sitting here, and they cannot hear us. Because there was this god-awful thing that happened that nobody can explain. Suddenly, it was really harsh feedback, mm -hmm. and it pretty much blew out our speakers. Uh, but still, we have yeah. people here. Hey, and if you're in the area, we are on the, hang on, Underwood, just south of Randall. Nice work. And Woo. we have bleachers Woo. here. Thank you, guys. Uh, we have little Adirondacks as well. We've got the lactation station. Don't go in there unless you're lactating. That's <laughs> correct. And... And we have a guy at the door who will check. A lady. A lady at the door who will check. That sounds more appropriate. Exactly. Um, you know, we got a couple of emails here that I thought were interesting because we listened to a new song from Selena Gomez, and I said, I like her speaking voice. And you said, yeah, you know, her speaking voice is different than her singing voice. Well, Mr. Brian, our buddy, said, funny that you said what you said about the different speaking versus singing voice because it's well known that she has ghost singers that her engineer combines with her voice to create her sound so I think her uh, actual voice is a little buried in the mix your thoughts first of all I don't want to believe it because I don't want to believe anything that's conspiracy-ish oh, oh. Mike has a little info for Incoming us. information. What do we have? It's been known that uh, Julia Michaels has done some work with Selena in the background and kind of done different things with her, also with Britney Spears. And it's been rumored that sometimes on these newer albums, these newer songs, she's maybe used a lot and maybe huh. not always credited. Wow. Oh. AKA, they're just using. Are they voice. layering her voice? I think that's kind of the, the talk. But again, if you don't actually credit her for it, then you're not... 
including you're her lying. in the song, you're, you're just flat out lying. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, the conspiracy theory of it. But Okay. You know, well, I'll say this. I saw a few months ago, and I think we played it on the show at the time. We won't bring it up now, but you can do a little digging on TikTok if you want. It was, it's like these old performances of, in this case, Michael Jackson. And what they do is they isolate his audio. Yeah. It's, you don't hear any of the, the music anymore. Yeah. You don't hear any background singers. And you just hear him singing. And when isolated... It sounds pretty tough. Now, these are live oh, performances. Sounds, oh, oh, yeah, live. I mean, come so on. So it's like, and then the beat it. Like that kind of stuff. I'm yeah. not kidding. Like, it but sounds really bad. Also, you've got to de- you're dealing with, um, you know, breathing, exercising while you're singing, moving all over the place, dancing. Yeah, but sometimes if there's such a backtrack, it almost seems like... I don't know. Then you, you've got your mic on just so that at the end of the day you can say, no, I was singing. Like I, I was singing, but the, but you could understand a reliance on heavy backtracks so that it doesn't sound. Because what I heard from Michael Jackson was not great. I remember. It I was. Heard it, it was. Yeah. It was bad, Donna. Okay. It was bad. Sorry. <sighs> this email from our buddy Krista. FYI, Steve just asked the live audience if they could hear him when he talks into one microphone. Just wanted to let you know, we can hear you 100% on she's, the live she's stream. She's watching on the stream. Yeah, the stream can hear us well. Uh, but it was these were for our fine folks who are here. But don't worry, we've got an engineer who is walking into the building right now. Yeah, Look at him. It's hot we sent out, out the. It's hot out on the engineer. We just sent out the, uh, the... That could get us in trouble with HR, don't you oh, think? Oh, yeah. But it's only because one person once said to us, hey, what's, the, what's that engineer's name? You know, the hot one? Yeah. And we said, Adam. Yeah. Yeah, we, instantly so we identified. Like, oh, you Now he's be. hot, Adam. And that's no disrespect to any other engineers that we have on staff. Absolutely not. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's not like bald Tim. You know, <laughs> cranky hey. Carl. Hey, hey, hey. Donna. <laughs> he's right here. Oops, my we, bad. Have, we have bald Mike, Not then we have engineering it. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, we have a minute. Do you want to have a little fun with ChatGPT? No, I hate it. I hate it. I wrote in, tell me something interesting about. And the next word is yours. Oh. Ooh. And the next word is yours. Ooh, this is like playing that Mad Lib game. Tell me something interesting. Do you want me to write and funny or just interesting? I'll do and funny. And funny, yeah. About, okay, and you get to choose. How about about engineers? Well, uh, lactation? Okay. I thought of lactation, too. We'll but, start with that? Uh, all right, let's start. All right, we'll start with uh, lactation. Okay. okay. We're trying I to feel hit. like I'm at game night at a All right, house. tell me. Uh, sure, here's something interesting. And it's not going well. And a bit funny about lactation. Did you know that breast milk composition can change based on the baby's gender? One study found that the fat content in a mother's milk was higher when she had a baby girl compared to when she had a baby boy. So it's like nature's way of tailoring the milk to each baby's needs, even in terms of taste preferences. Now, that wasn't funny. Not at all. But it was interesting. It was interesting. So you're telling me on the label... I don't know if this is true, though. On the label of breast milk, they would have different nutrition facts depending on whether or not you had a baby boy or a baby girl. I don't believe it, You need to believe it, Donna. That was fun. What do you want? Tell me something interesting and fun about blueberries. Tell me something interesting and fun about blueberries. All right, hold on here. 
Here we go. Tell me something interesting and fun about blueberries. I bet you there are blueberries today at the, uh, I don't know, one of the baking competitions, right? Some blueberry dessert, something like that. Here's a fun fact about blueberries. They're not only delicious, but also considered a superfood. Blueberries are packed with antioxidants and vitamins, which can help improve brain function, boost your immune system, and even support healthy skin. So enjoying these little berries is like treating your taste buds and your body to a sweet deal. Not great. Not great. <laughs> yeah, that sucked. But and blueberries still, suck. What? You, what? Not, not those blueberries. You don't know them. <laughs> you don't like blueberries? I, I tolerate them like what I do bananas. Your, gosh. Like, what you, you said the other day. I don't know what to eat them with. I don't get tater tots, is what you said. I mean, you're, you're, and the, you, I think what bugs me, we're not going to go deep on this, but what bugs me about your opinions on food is that you don't find them to be weird. Even though you could say it to 10 people and 9 out of 10 would be like, make that your, lady's right, nuts. Make your blueberry argument. Go. They're sweet. They're small. They can go into desserts. You can put them into yogurt and really elevate a plain Greek yogurt, which is wonderful. You can put them in pancakes. They're versatile. They're small. They're on the go. I think they're tart. I don't think they're sweet. And what's with that little peel thing? They've got, like, skin on them. A lot of things have skin on them. I got skin on me. I gotta go. Gonna. Uh, we gotta go when we come back. Hey, have you ever hooked up with a coworker? Oh gosh. Well, I've got a study for you. Okay. Uh, we'll get to that and more when we come back live from the fair on My Talk 1071. Hey guys, it's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. You know, justice for the injured. That is a slogan at Bradshaw and Bryant, but it's also the reason they are attorneys. People need a lawyer who's going to fight for their rights. And Bradshaw and Bryant believe that they can achieve justice for their clients and they can give you the best legal representation possible. If you have suffered from a personal injury as a result of an accident, get a hold of an attorney as soon as you can. You could call Mike Bryant over at Bradshaw and Bryant. He'll set up a free consultation. Uh, don't worry about the cost because, again, it's a free consultation. And it still costs you nothing to meet to discuss your case. And uh, attorneys only get paid if there is an actual settlement. For so many years, Mike Bryant has been named a super lawyer by his peers. He's also been named among Minnesota's top personal injury lawyers by Minnesota Law and Politics. He is great at what he does. You will find Mike at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hi. Welcome back. Okay. Thank you for listening. Wow. It's wow. scary being on the air. we got scary stuff going on around here, guys. <laughs> Some weird little things here happening uh -huh. on the speakers. Anyway, everybody is safe. We just blew out the eardrums of half of our audience a little while ago, and we might do it again soon. So stick around for that unpredictability. It's the uh, Don and Steve experience wow, on my talk 107.1. Your wish has just come true, okay? Hey, I want to give a quick shout-out, if I may. Right now, somewhere in the metro... There is a minivan full of seven women, one adult woman and one teenager and a bunch of 12-year-olds, and they are all en route to a mall to go do a little shopping. My daughter, Adeline, just turned 13 yesterday. Yeah, Happy I'm a dad birthday. of a teenager. What do you guys Yay, want from me? Addie. It's fine. We in the same week, we took a baby out of the crib for the last time, and now we have a teenager. So it's a whole thing. It's a week of transition at the Patterson household. But... I not only want to give a shout out to my uh, my daughter Adeline, who is 13. I love you, but also to one of the other girls in the car. Okay. And there's a state fair connection here. Oh. 
Let's give a little shout-out to uh, my daughter's friend, Miriam Gilbertson, who, if you were at the State Fair yesterday, uh, you may have uh, heard her name because she was at the Amateur Talent Show contest. <gasps> She was? She, she had won some sort of a qualifying round, oh and then you gosh. got to come and perform. And so Adeline was having a party last night, but it was a bummer because Miriam wasn't able to be at day one of the party, the sleepover part, got because it. she was performing on stage. We get a note late in the night. Addie comes into the room and said, guess what? Miriam won the talent show. Oh, my nice. God. Congratulations, so, Miriam. Now she is going to be performing at the big talent show, which happens on Sunday, September 3rd. I believe at the grandstand, um, actually, but it's somewhere here on so the fairgrounds. Cool. What's her talent? Her talent, thank you for asking, is singing. Awesome. And she went up and she sang the song from Frozen 2, you know, the, uh, I forget what the song is called. Uh, you should weird. enter. Donna, you haven't. <laughs> what am I doing here? Show I yourself, show yourself. I think that's what the name of the song is. Okay. Anyway, she sang it, and she her voice is just spectacular, and she crushed so it in that moment. So way to go, uh, Miriam Gilbertson. You can see her and the rest of the talent show participants. Each day they do an amateur talent show, and all of those winners then make it to the final competition. So that's very fun great. For that. Congratulations, all and right. happy birthday, Girls, Addie. turn back on Ed Sheeran now. Bye. I'll talk to you bye. later today. Have fun okay, at the Bye now. All right. Uh, do you want to be study buddies or something? Aha. Okay, Mike's going to make it official. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. I'm Donna. Hi, everyone. I'm TV's Steve Patterson. You have to ruin it every time. Donna, it's a part of my journey. My story. Hmm. All right. Well, anyway... Uh, there's a new survey on work romances, and it found that the employees most likely to have a work romance are people in HR. I knew it! Right? Because then they're like, we're not going to get reported. You got to report to us. We're reporting That's right, right now. That's right. Exactly. Uh, so your coworkers in human resources are more likely than any other group to flirt with employees, to have a crush on a coworker, to have... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Dreams about a colleague and to have a romantic or you know, relationship. We'll just call it a romantic relationship at work. What? But they're also the most likely to have it blow up in their face. 81% said their working relationship suffered. 25% mm. said it became uncomfortable. <laughs> Another 31% say it got so bad they couldn't work together anymore. So somebody had to leave. Well, what about like when you break, if you got together at work and then you break up and then the next day you come over and say, Hey, could you get me 17 printed pages? Right, and they do need to be right. collated. I can't yes. stress. You're like, okay, wait a minute. That's, that's, that's why it's fr uh, frowned upon. Um, 
Let's see. 40% of people have dated a coworker. Around half of those people were single at the other time at that time, but the other half weren't. Seventy-five percent of us admit to at least flirting with a coworker before, and being in a relationship doesn't stop that. Nine percent of people, or one in eleven, have had a romantic relationship at work while married. Stop that. Uh, there's some other stuff we don't have to get into, but what's Frank and Amelia's secret? Frank and Amelia from CCO. Married, doing the news together. That's so not weird. just working in the same department, sharing the same desk. Right. I mean, that's got to be such a unique experience. Well, I know people who've done a morning show together and then started dating. And then that person, then they broke up. One of them had to leave. They had to leave. It just it didn't work. But a lot of people think that as long as you disclose it, it's fine. 93% of us agree that as long as you disclose yeah. to the powers that be. But just beware. That's like that you have to have that conversation, and I get it. You know, having a conversation is very different than walking it out. But you need to know, okay, fine, we're, we're together now. We're a couple, and let's just be aware that if this hits the fan, it is very unlikely that both of us will continue working That's here because right. it's just going to get so You need to have that messy, conversation. You know? Yeah. I hear you. I dated a guy that I worked with, and then he got fired while I was dating him. And I continued to work for the boss who fired him. And it was kind of awkward. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would be. And then I wonder, too, did he have, um, I think anybody would, but did he have insecurity about that? Because then he was let go. It was like mm -hmm. the two of you, it would be like if Lou and I... Both had a lawn mowing business. Right. And then they said, you know what? Her lines are straighter. We'll keep her. You You're can find. gone. And then she would come home and be like, what a day of lawn mowing. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, I remember. <laughs> Sorry, my lines were crooked. <laughs> like, you'd feel like a bum, right? That'd yes. be tough. Yes. No, that would be hard. Oh, so oh, I guess you're better than me. Yeah. Oh, you were working? Did they pay you? Hmm. Must not have gotten fired. Exactly. Yeah, maybe that'd be a little tough. All right. Well, good talking to you. Donna, we are still on the air. Uh, the segment is still going, and the show is still going. I always going. want to act like I'm a guest. You know, like I could just get up and go to the bathroom when I want to. Yeah, go, sure. Go, like, slam a, you know, a, a Baba's hummus bowl. Yeah, you said, hey, uh, I'm going to go get some hummus. And then you said, hey, get Q-Dog out here, our social media guy. And so I said, you said, let's go have him get us some food. So then I say, Q, come on out. Q comes out. I say, hey, I got a fun social media idea. Go get us some food and, you know, video it and put it up online later, yep. you know, yep. content. And then he agrees to this. He's going to get you falafel. He's getting me top boss. And then he walks away and you said, real nice, Steve, taking advantage of the young guy. <laughs> I said, this was your idea. And I paid. I don't think it was. I don't, uh, thank you for paying, by the way. It was your idea. I think you said it first, then I waited a while and said it. Again. But there was a statute of limitations. It was no longer my idea. Now you were like, all right, let's oh, do this. Really? Donna, this is not becoming. I think Rocco's going to join us next. Clomp, clomp. DJ Rock Lobster in the building. We have a slow jam where some of our stupid stuff is slowed down to half speed. A laugh at our expense is coming your way next on the Donna and Steve Experience on my talk. 
friends. We're out here at the uh, Minnesota State Fair right about now. I don't we tell you, sure are, Donna, Steve. We'll have you stay out of this one. All right. Uh, I want to tell you about the Canopy Group. As we were coming in, we were talking about state fair prices and ticket prices just keep going up, and it's more and more. And you're thinking, boy, everything is so expensive right now. Donna and I say this to each other once a week. Everything is just so expensive. Well, I have good news for you. Uh, it doesn't have to be, at least not all the things. Your homeowner's insurance, your auto insurance, that can come down in price, believe it or not. When you make the switch to the Canopy Group, new users end up saving, on average, over $800. There was a my talker emailed said, hey, I saved over $1,200, and I got better coverage. She emailed me months later and said, oh, by the way, I had to make a claim. The easiest claim process I've ever had in my life. You say it because they gave you options. 16 different insurance companies, a team of 40 specialists working on your behalf. And this is cool. Every year, they look over the options again to see if they can continue to find you. The best coverage at the best price. Check them out today. Thecanopygroup.com. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve live at the Minnesota State Fair on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got uh, producer uh, Mike, the big Zamboni, with us. And it is a very special time. Uh oh. I don't know at if we top, have it. Oh! The time will be Rock O'Clock. Hello, State Fair! <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for a slow jam? Yeah, get those cloppers together. Clop, clop. Oh, they're all holding lighters up. They're ready for <laughs> yeah. a slow jam. Oh, it's standing room only, too. This is awesome. We have to explain what this is. Oh, hi. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Clump it up. Hi, hi people. Hey, Rocco, did you go to Black Keys last night? No, I... Uh... I did once go to a private party of theirs at okay. a, uh, a hipster dive motel in Nashville, but I did not go to the grandstand. I wonder what the capacity of the Black Keys concert last night was. Uh, was I it a pretty the full? They, I think they said six thousand. Okay. What is what does that fit? Like eight thousand, maybe? I bet you more. My, the only show I have tickets for right now is Tuesday night, Brandy Car. I'm gonna be there with you. That's gonna be fun. But I think you need to go to all this gravy you've been throwing down. You need to go to Young Gravy. Bro, I can't go to Young Gravy. It would just be two worlds colliding. But if, if Young Gravy is here next week and does not shout out Poutine, what a miss on his research department. I was at the gym this morning, Rocco, as you know, clanging and banging. Yeah. Beads of gravy were <laughs> sweating out, man. It was, it was intense. That's all I've got. There- I thought about getting something different, but God, this is so satisfying to me. I, you know what I really love? I love tater tots. I'm also a big fan of cheese, and I'm a big fan of gravy. So when you slap those three things together and put them in a bowl, what's a boy to do? Yeah. Marenner, Marenner, if, right. you if your mean? Hollywood agent knew you were just throwing down gravy and cheese curds all that, week. He thinks he can out-exercise a bad diet. So now I'm getting body shamed. <laughs> Day two <laughs> of the state fair. Well, you guys did talk about food yesterday and state fair foods and livestock. And I thought oh, it no. sounded kind of stupid at the time, and I wondered what it would sound like in half speed, and it sounds pretty spectacular. It is a segment we like to do every Friday at this time called Slow Jam. That's right, we're going to slow things down for the lovers out there. This is the Donna and Steve Slow Jam. I should maybe go into one of the barns and say, do you, like, do you know why we don't have a dog barn today? <laughs> why we don't eat iguana? 
Hmm. Why are cats <laughs> not on the menu anywhere? Hmm. You don't think these things, do you? I do. I also wonder things like, why is an orange orange? <laughs> okay. Like, why is an orange called an orange, and then you ha you eat turkey? Turkey <laughs> is turkey. Oh yeah. But cow is beef. Is Why don't we just call it cow? Huh. I had a cow. Who decided? Today. You know, like we eat lamb. Lamb is lamb. Lamb is lamb. Fish is lamb fish. in in in. You know, live form oh. is lamb, and then <laughs> when still we eat it, it's still lamb. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> what is veal? Veal is... Don't tell me. <laughs> lamb. It went back to lamb? No. It's a young Fish? sheep. A young, no, a, a young, fish? no, no. Oh, oh, I guess. Did you say is? I said is veal a fish? No, it's a goat. No, it's uh, it's one of them. It's a you young. You me from a very young animal. A young animal. That's it's not young. Allowed to develop. It's It's really delicious. Really. But I shan't be doing that anymore. But you you veal in your past. I used to love veal, veal parmesan okay. as a kid. And I always like chicken parmesan. <laughs> Oh, that's good too. I think I thought veal when I would hear veal, I thought it was something similar to eel oh as God. a child. I think oh it's yeah, still that oh. was the Donna oh. and Steve slow. Catch us in the 4-H building later today. <laughs> yeah, we'll doing be holding educational a, seminars. Yeah, just sort of a symposium. <laughs> we just feel selfish if we keep it all inside. <laughs> It's good. I think you guys, uh, it's good that you city folk ask the questions. That's yes. right. We ask the questions that other people are asking. Not every listener is asking that question, but if <laughs> even one is in their car thinking, I'm so glad they're bringing this up because I thought the same thing, that's our public service. Yeah, and maybe the 4-H kids can come over and ask questions about West Bloomington. Yes, exactly. Life, you know? Yeah, you know, I got to do something with the uh, 4-H kids during my very first fair would have been 2014, first summer with Twin Cities Live. Had never been here before. Not as a patron, not as anything. First time. They take me around to different things. One of them was 4-H. And I went and worked on a musical performance with them. Where it was like, we were walking around the stage. And we were like, whatever. There's like a 4-H song of like, we are farmers. Something like, bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 something like that. And we were moving around and... I just remember there was a lot of blocking that was involved, and there was a rehearsal, and then a performance. Why did you do this? Because I was 
the guy that the first year that I was on Twin Cities Live, they would just send me out. They had this segment called Steve Should See. And listener, I excuse see. me, viewers would send in ideas. And then they were like, oh, if it's Steve's first state fair, and I'd never been to any state fair ever before that, what should he go and see? And then I would carry the viewer's face around with me on a stick. Okay. And I would say, hey, it's Judy from Farmington. Farmington, who says, I need to go check out Ye Old Mill. Okay, uh, just as a reminder, yeah. you weren't here last year, That's and true. for my birthday, I got a visit from a baby goat. Live here? Correct. Right here. Right where I'm sitting. On the stage, the goat came up? Holding yeah, a baby Belanger goat. Matt hooked that up. As he my birthday nice gift. things for Don. Yes, yeah, he's very he's thoughtful. trying to get this job. That's that is why. partially true. Yeah. But anyway, uh -huh. the goat, which was a baby... And I was like petting him, and I was like, oh, he's just so great. And they were giving us an educational kind of spiel about what happens with the goats. The goat that I was holding and loving on was a male. Nice. Which means, bah. What does oh, that mean? He's going to slaughter. Oh, oh, is that how that works? Yeah, if it was a female, they would have used it for its milk. Male. Yeah. He's born. Oh. I'm petting him. I'm like, we're best friends. Oh, and then they just told you. That's yeah. what I love. Listen, I love that about talking with farmers out here at the fair is some of us sort of have like a precious view or a blind view of like, oh, this meal was great. Meanwhile, they're out there raising the animals that oh. you are eating. And they're like, yes. listen, this is life on the farm. We're going to treat them well. And then at some point they will serve a new purpose, which right. is food. Uh, Bison burger. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. So what the hell is veal anyway? I don't think that we it's ever a, got to the bottom a, of that. A young cow? It is, yeah. it is beef, though. It's not a, yeah, a lamb sort of thing. They keep them penned, you know, from birth it's awful. on, and it's not good. Okay. But it is, like, like everybody said, delicious. I am a vegetarian. <laughs> you are. You're eating Since when? All right, I had pork last night. Yeah, Donna's got like a uh, some veggie option because she's on a plan right now, and so she was like, what's a smart item? I can yeah, get falafel king, and I just got a veggie. Thank you again to Q, a veggie falafel, and I'm just not going to eat the falafel part. I'm just going to eat the innards. Thank you, you should never write menu descriptions, Rocco. <laughs> uh, any plans to see the Bacon Brothers night two at the Liney Lodge? No, they're going to be in the Swine Barn. Uh, you know, I think I am coming out here tonight with my son, and maybe I will drop by. I heard uh, some people said he sung the song. Footloose. Footloose. He did. That's as like a closing number. Encore the encore. Or whatever. Yeah. So you can even just walk around there past it at the end. I don't know I'd what time to pass that. My plan, if I'm out here, uh, there's a great Tom Petty tribute band at oh, Giggles tonight. Really? Yeah, called All Tomorrow's Petty. That they're pretty fun. You're I'm a big a fan guy, uh, fair guy, aren't you? I do like the fair. That's I hate fun. it when I, you know, I was on the bus with some people and they're like, "Oh, another day at the fair," and I'm like, "I love it here." I do too. I here's I how I always feel about the state fair. When it's our final day here, I'm like, this timed out well. It's time to go back to the studio. Yeah. But I enjoy it. I just feel like this is really such, it's obviously, this is state of the obvious here, but it is such a Minnesota staple. And as an outsider who got to know the fair, like, you know, nine years ago for the first time ever, it was a part of, like, my onboarding here. Yeah. And so I think I have, it has a nostalgic place. But I love it, especially this year. Now that I'm not doing TV, any TV stuff in the afternoon, I just... Go home. And you know what? It's great for you. I like the fair better now that I'm here. 
You know, when I was at my old radio station... Don't name it, Donna. Listeners are not as lovely as our listeners yeah. are. And they're all germy and like, hi, and... Germy. And then, you know, you have to do every country show that was at the... the Grandstand. Grandstand. Yep. We had to be there. We had to bring people backstage. We had to do every had to go backstage stage. and party with Brooks. And we God. didn't party. We just brought them back for meet and greets, or you'd go on an artist bus, and then you'd be introducing. You'd have to do the intros. So they were late nights, early Sounds mornings. Fun, yeah, when you're younger, it's fun. But I wouldn't want to do that stage. now. I wouldn't want to do that now. Would you? Would you want to be here till ten o'clock? Oh Lord in heaven, no! One day I was here till like eight, and I was like, "What's going on? Where did you all come right? from? What is this? A rave? It's like the zombies came out of the ground. You think it's populated at three? Give it a crack at about eight thirty p.m., and you'll delightfully wish to be anywhere but here. No, but if you're coming out tonight, you're gonna have a great time. Yeah, it's you gonna and be Rocco. good. You're gonna love it. I love it. I love it when the lights and the rides come on. Yeah, I do like That's that too. That's a good look. That is a good look. It's you really know what? Pretty. I might feel differently the times that i've been out here it has been with our kids and so young kids that's the only time i've ever been here in the evening and so then you're really corralling kids and it's like yeah. a whole thing and there's always at least one of them's a toddler at the time yeah and that's a little less like oh yeah where do you want to get a drink next that's a totally different experience yes. you're like where is adeline right where'd she go all right oh my hang God. on you guys stay right here you a were lot supposed of to have her on the leash yeah huh. anyway we you know gotta what go. i say if you love them Leash, Leash him. him. You know a girlfriend. <laughs> uh, DJ Mark Lobster, thank, thank you so you. much. He clumps and he clumps. So his time is all done here. We're all clumped out. Our time is <laughs> not done. Uh, when we come back, we're going to wrap things up here. Oh, I had a little fun fact about Michael Jordan. He was already rich. He got a whole lot richer. I'll explain. When we return, Don and Steve on my talk. Go for mnfatloss.com. I'm staring at Steve's poutine, and I'm not even tempted. You know why? I've learned how to eat foods that are good for me, lose weight, maintain that weight loss. I'm wearing a hipster vintage shirt today that I probably wasn't going to fit in a year ago, and here I am rocking it. And the crowd goes wild. Anyways, I'm here to tell you that you too could lose up to a pound of fat a day. Results may vary with the help from the doctor and his team at mnfatloss.com. It worked for me in about two months starting St. Patrick's Day to whatever that would be, May 17th. I lost about 30 pounds. And now that it's uh, late August, I am still keeping it off because of all the lessons I learned from mnfatloss.com. That sounds like something you'd want to do. Go to mnfatloss.com. You know It's our timing. Our boss says it's frowned upon to eat on the air. She sent out a very direct email. Oh, she did. I did point. not see that. It was not not recently. It was like a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. We don't care about that. The statute of limitations. That's again. right. But um, I would like to think that there is an exception made at the Minnesota State Fair. This. <sighs> All right. Is this going to be a poutine it's segment? It's going to be very quick. It's a final stretch of our show. I have been known to overstate things. I had previously said years ago, I said, here's my favorite food. I told my family you're going to love it. They all tried it and were really underwhelmed. I will not mention what that food was. Okay. I understand it's all subjective, but I will just say, I've been here two days. I've had two days of Top Boss, Tater Tot, Poutine. I am going to try other things. I'm not going to eat this every day, but I just want you to know, I've probably had it a total of 15 times in my life out of 20 days that I knew it was a thing. And it is 
really satisfying Good. every time. We're so happy for you. But Donna, don't do that. It's the tater tots. I know you don't like the tater tots. They're just oily. Perfect. Yeah. They're the gravy and the melted cheese. When I got this little bucket, it was so heavy. It was so heavy because it was loaded with a nice base layer of gravy. And it has your name on it. Does it really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's a nice touch. Sorry, I just found some tot in my mouth that Clearly. I did not know was in there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Clearly, you've never been to Starbucks. You're making me out to, excuse us, you're making me out to be simple and suburban. <clears throat> Michael Jordan's net worth went up. Uh, do you, how much do you think Michael Jordan is worth? Uh, $260 million. Michael Jordan, $260 million. Uh, I'm going to say $1.7 billion. $1.7 billion. No. The logo. I mean, come on. Oh. Nike. Nike, oh. it's everywhere. It's Jumping. Air Jordan. Oh, it's got to uh, be a billion, right? Nobody was oh. close. Oh, wow. Mathematically. Even though you did it, you, you, you at least used the right billion. Sure. $3.5 billion. <gasps> wow. He is far and away the richest basketball player of all time. Good LeBron for him. James might catch him by the time it's all said and done. He's getting involved in all sorts of different things. He is a real entrepreneur. But, you know, uh, Jordan recently sold his share of the Charlotte Bobcats, Charlotte Hornets, whatever, the Charlotte basketball team. They've had a couple names, Donna. Don't give me that look. I don't recall the Bobcats. Weren't they the Charlotte Bobcats yeah. for a while? Were they? Because the Hornets got moved to New, New Orleans. Orleans. They became and the then Charlotte. Oh. Yes. Yeah. And then they're like, no, we can't be Bobcats. Go back to the Hornets. Why, why the Hornets? What do you do? They have a lot of Hornets there? What's the story? I think not that. I think largely, like Detroit, not known for Lions. Okay. So it's not always rooted in that. I think it's more like, you know, a hornet will sting you. There are deadly oh, hornets yeah. out there. Be, Murder hornets. Yeah, be afraid of us. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? We're running out of time for me to teach you about football. <laughs> the football, uh, college football season kicks off this weekend. A lot of people are feeling great about that. And then, goodness gracious, I think one more week after that, uh, we're going to be kicking off the NFL season on Thursday night. But... Donna, you have said that you, and I bet there are a lot of people, both men and women, who feel like T, uh, the TV's on and I see football there, but if you said, explain to me how it all works, yes. I might not know it. And I think that you're about a 10-minute course away from going from, okay, what's going on, to a pretty firm understanding, okay. which I think would increase your enjoyment of it. And you know what you could do? You could eventually play fantasy football. No, yes, I don't could. want to get sucked down that rabbit hole. No. Mm. No. Let me, let me tell you something. No. Hey, Mike, no. does your wife play? She does not. Let me just tell you something. It was revolutionary in my marriage. No. For the first 10 years of marriage, Sundays in the fall mm -hmm. was like, so really? So you just now will watch this for the next 11 hours? Is that what's going on? And I was like, yes. you're exactly right. You nailed it. You've got it. You've got a firm grip of it. Anyway, uh, maybe it was seven or eight years ago, I said, Fantasy football is so fun, and if you're competitive, no. and if you like analyzing things, you could get into it. I said, why don't you try it? So she had some friends who were like, do you want to play in a fantasy football league? Because all, in this case, all the husbands did. She got into it. Immediately, she started researching, and then she started asking me questions, and I was like, oh my gosh, you're learning things. Because all it takes is reading a few articles, yeah. and suddenly you're, you start getting up to speed. She now is the commissioner of two leagues. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. There is a full, like, girls' night. Whenever it's draft night, they come, and I'm with the kids in the basement. She loves it. She, to the point where, I kid you not, 
she will say to me late at night, we'll be in bed, and she'll say, hey, are you awake? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I am now. And I'm like, yes, my lady. And she's like, I have a waiver priority question. I'm like, come on. And that's, I'm telling you, she thinks about this stuff so much now, and there are certain weeks of the season where if we were both quizzed, she would she would beat wow. me in the quiz. And I, all of her friends really like I it. I hate too. this about my friends. You hate that they play fantasy that football? That they watch football differently. They're no longer rooting for a team. True. You know, they're not rooting for the Vikings. They're rooting for the other the guy on the other team. There is an who element just scored, of that. scored and they're like, "Yeah, that sucks." Wait, but let me push back on that. There's a little bit of a downfall with your home team because you can you could be cheering for the Vikings and you're like, "Please Thielen, drop this, drop this because you're going against Adam Thielen." I get that. But for the rest of your football viewing, you would have no reason to be interested in anything in the Detroit Lions-San Diego Chargers game, except you've got players, or the person you're going against has players, and now you have a vested interest, and by being interested in those players, you actually become more interested in the game as well, because you watch it a little differently. Come on, Donna! I don't want that sucking up all my time. Donna, you don't want time to be sucked. I like having time. That just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, no, no. I just feel like you've got, you, you can find a window where afternoons you're like, all right, five o'clock, I'm going to sit down and do my 10 minutes of uh, reading up today. It's fun. It's analytical. All right, this is okay. boring to talk about. I need to all go right. down to Score North. Where's, where's Score North located? <laughs> they would I'm embrace sure. me right They're now. that away? I don't know. I'll find them. I don't I'll know. Find them. I'm going to get a demerit. I'm going to get Doc to pay for having talked about fantasy football for three it's minutes. It's fine. It's you know. a thing. I know. Uh. Anyway, uh, well, we're not going to find out what the soup is, even though they are making soup back home at the station right oh, that's now. that's right. Uh, we will not find out what that is. Do you think they have soup here? Wouldn't that be a weird thing to have at the fair? It's a nice, hot bowl of soup. Well, you're, everything is hot. You're right. There's something about a hot bowl of liquid, though, that feels extra heat-inducing. Right. You're probably right. But they have coffee. I mean... Who are the psychos that are walking around with hot coffee right now? I think people who get here early in the morning. That's a great time. We give the tip all the time. If you can get here when the gates open, it is such a beautiful way to experience early morning as the fair wakes up. It's really peaceful. There are a couple breakfast joints. The peg is somewhere around here. Um, You can grab coffee. But like midday, Mm. these psychos who are just like, what do you got? Should we get a large coffee? Yeah, but it's okay if we see them drinking a beer at 7 o'clock in the morning. Nobody says anything. The State Fair is more like international waters on a cruise. Correct. You know what I mean? Once you've gotten out of the port of uh, Canaveral in Florida, now all bets are off. I hear you. And now we dance. Yeah, I guess we're going to go. All right. We're going to dance. We would like to thank all of you for hanging out with us today. Hey, Hey. look. There's Waldo. I wondered where he was. It's a guy who looks just like Waldo, and we just found Waldo. That's exciting. There he is. (laughs) There he is. That's Waldo. Anyway, uh, the Adventures of Bradley and Dodd in next. More State Fair Fun.